W-M-I-L-O Hello and welcome to W-M-I-L-O. I'm your host, Dad, and with me as always is Milo. Hi everyone, my name is Milo. I'm four years old and I live in Washington, D.C. W-M-I-L-O is the podcast where my dad and I are with a discussion forum on topics that I want to learn about. We take turns talking just like they do on our local radio station, W-A-M-U. Things are really busy and exciting here at WMILO. Our newsroom is working overtime researching topics, the phones are ringing off the hooks, and the members of the WMILO band are collaborating from across the country on music we can use in the show. And last but not least, we have a brand new, very cool microphone that really brings out those honeyed tones in our voices. Can you say honeyed tones? Honeyed tones. Honeyed tones. Honeyed tones. Very nice. It is very exciting, Dad, but I have one complaint. Really? What's wrong, Milo? Well, my dressing room could be bigger. And can a guy get a cup of milk every once in a while? We give you plenty of milk, Milo. And if by dressing room you mean your bedroom, it's fine. But I do have something else exciting to share. What is it? It's our new segment, Listener Mail. We have two messages from our listeners this week. The first is from Jack, who is a friend of mom's from work. Hey, Milo, it's your mom's friend Jack from her office. Congratulations on the great podcast. Keep them coming. I love your radio show. Wow, thanks for listening, Jack. Our second message is from someone you know and love very much, your Aunt Michelle. Here's what she had to say about our last episode where we talked about cookies. I think the cookie episode is my favorite episode so far. I've been baking cookies for 70 years, starting by baking sugar cookies with my Grandma Gertie. I still have her recipe and the rolling pin her mom brought with her when she came to the United States from Poland. Next time you come to Cleveland, let's bake cookies together using that rolling pin that is over a hundred years old. One hundred years old? That's old as new, Dad. Thanks, Aunt Michelle. I love you. I miss you, and I can't wait to bake cookies with you. Thanks, Jack and Michelle. And thanks so much for listening, everybody. Keep letting us know what you think of the show. We might even play your message on a future episode. Okay, now let's get down to business. What's today's topic, Milo? Today's topic is pandas. Cute but endangered. That's right. As usual, we'll start off by sharing some basic facts about pandas that we learned in our research. Go ahead, Milo. The animal we call a panda is actually a giant panda. And it's kind of bear that lives in the mountains and forests of south central China. Pandas are usually four to six feet long and weigh about 250 pounds. Technically, pandas are carnivores, which means they have teeth for eating meat. Right, but the giant panda's diet, that means the stuff that it actually eats is almost entirely plants. In fact, it's almost entirely one kind of plant, bamboo. The average giant panda eats as much as 20 to 30 pounds of bamboo shoots and leaves every day. It needs to eat that much because bamboo doesn't have much energy in it, so they need to eat a lot. Most pandas eat for about 12 hours a day and sleep for the rest. 
In addition to the black and white panda, we all know there is another species of giant panda that has a light brown and white pattern on fur. There are also red pandas, but they're not closely related to giant pandas. In fact, they're not even bears. And I actually have a crazy story about a red panda that I'll share later in the episode. Giant pandas are endangered. That means there aren't very many of them left in the world. They used to live in more places, but now you can only find them in a small part of China. They're endangered because people hunted them and cut down forests and built farms in places where pandas live, so their home is getting smaller. Now they need humans to help them survive. There are only about 300 pandas in a captivity in the world and only a few thousand in the wild. That's not very many. The baseball stadium in Washington, D.C., where the Nationals play, has over 40,000 seats. That means a lot more people go to every Nats game than there are pandas in the whole world. The good news is that scientists think there are more pandas in the world today than they were 10 years ago. And if we keep protecting them and giving them more space to live, the number of pandas in the world will keep growing. That is good news. And that was a lot of super interesting information about pandas. And while I'd love to spend the next few hours doing a deep dive into the crazy world of pandas, why don't we do what we did last week and share some of our favorite fun facts about pandas? Good idea. When pandas are born, they have no hair and they are completely blind. Two keepers can't tell if pandas are boys or girls until they're four years old. Whoa. Okay, hit me with another one. The giant panda's paw has five fingers and a thumb. The thumb is actually another bone that helps them hold bamboo. Huh, kind of like Christopher Guest in The Princess Bride. Okay, one more. Okay. And like most other bears... Pandas don't hibernate in the winter, probably because they don't get enough fat from their bamboo diet. Instead, they move to places with warmer weather, kind of like old people. It's time to welcome a special guest to the show who Milo will interview. Today, we are very happy to have Milo's oldest friend, Anders, on the show. Anders will be joined by his dad, Jason, and with moral support from his baby sister, Mila. Hi, Anders. First, tell us how old you are. Four. Four, but you're almost five. When's your birthday? May 18th. May 18th. We're getting pretty close. And we know Anders because you and Anders had the same nanny when you were babies. What was her name? Fatu. And we thought Anders would be a good person to interview because Fatu and Anders and Milo used to go to the zoo a lot and check out the pandas. And I remember, Anders, you went through a phase where you were really into pandas. And I think, Milo, for your birthday one year, got you a pair of panda shoes. Okay, so Milo's got a few questions for you. Go ahead, Milo. All right. Pandas eat a lot of bamboo. What do you think bamboo tastes like? Uh, crunchy. Crunchy. Do you think there's a, a food that you eat that tastes like bamboo might taste? Lettuce. Lettuce. That's a good one. What about you, Milo? I think apples. Apples? Yeah. I, pro- I think bamboo probably doesn't have as much flavor as an apple. Maybe uh-huh. celery. Maybe celery, yeah. Ooh, celery, that's a good one. It's crunchy and stocky. Yeah, or cucumbers. Cucumbers. <laughs> that's all green. I, I love them. Oh, you do? cucumbers, yeah. I love cucumbers, too. How many bites do you think it takes a panda to eat one stalk of bamboo? One. One bite? You think you can eat the whole stalk in one bite? Yes. Maybe. 
Or maybe only five. Maybe 100. 100 bites? That would be a lot. Sometimes you see pandas, like, stripping the leaves off of the bamboo, right? They probably can do that in one big bite. Do you think pandas would make good pets? If you had a panda, what would you name it? Uh, I think pandas would make good pets. Really? Because they are friendly. They, I think they sleep a lot. That, that'd probably yeah. be good for making a pet. It's sleep. That's right, right? It's sleep. Like a cat. What, like what would you name your pet panda? Guide. Guide? <laughs> Guide. Guide the panda. That's good, Hunter. Okay. Question four. Pandas are just one kind of bear. What is your favorite kind of bear that isn't a panda? Grizzly bear because they eat salmon. <laughs> oh, because do you like salmon too? Oh, wow. Milo, do you have a favorite kind of bear that's not a panda? Do you, Jansen? Do I? I like polar bears. Me too. They live in the Arctic. Mom too. Mom likes polar bears. Okay, last question, and this is, a, I think, a really good one for Anders. Pandas are endangered, which means there aren't very many of them in the world, and they need our help to survive. Is there another kind of endangered animal that you're interested in and that you think people should know about? Zambian wild dogs. Zambian wild dogs. That's a an excellent and very specific answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about why you picked that one and what you know what, about it. What makes uh, Zambian wild dogs special? Well, they live in Zambia. They live in Zambia. They can run very fast and I can too. They can run very fast and you can too. And they can run very fast. For a long time. For a long time. They have a lot of what? Stamina. Oh. How, how fast can they run? It's not, what is it, like 20 or 30 miles an hour or something like that. But then they can run like that for like 20 minutes or something crazy. Milo is now running around the house. I did 13 (laughs) seconds or 12. 13 seconds of running. I think he's demonstrating his own stamina here, but inadvertently proving that he has very little. Well, thank you for being on the show, Anders. Thanks for inviting us to be on your radio show. What a treat. So Milo, that was another pretty interesting episode. It was great to talk to Anders. He's so smart about this sort of stuff. And I liked his answer about the Zambian wild dog. We also learned a lot about the kinds of food Anders likes to eat. Like he said, he really loves cucumbers and salmon. Yeah, I love cucumbers, but not salmon. He seems like he'd probably be into a pretty good bagel spread. I had a question for you. Why do you think people like pandas so much? Because they're cute. Really? They're pretty cute. Do you remember when we asked Anders what he would name his panda if he had one for a pet? What would you name your panda? Brian. Brian. That's actually a great name for a panda. Do you think pandas would make good pets? Anders said yes. Yes. I kind of think no. Well, because they're wild animals. Even though they're really cute, wild animals belong in the wild. Remember when I told you that I had a story about a red panda that I was going to share? So a few years ago, before you were born, I was on the way to work, and I stopped at the dry cleaner, and the dry cleaner in our neighborhood is right next to Rock Creek Park. So there's lots of trees there. 
and I parked up against a fence right next to the park, and I brought my dry cleaning in, and when I came out, I looked up into a tree, and I saw this long tail that looked like a big raccoon tail with rings, and I didn't know what it was, so I, I went to look closer, and there was this animal in the tree, and it was a lot bigger than any raccoon. So I took a couple pictures of it because I thought it was so interesting looking, and I got my car and left. And just before I got to work, I heard on the radio that a red panda was missing from the zoo. And so I realized that the thing that I'd seen in the tree was the missing red panda. So I pulled over and I called the zoo and I told them that I had seen it in Rock Creek Park. And they had already heard that other people had seen it there as well. And a few hours later, I heard that everything was okay. But how did it escape? I don't know, actually. But they caught it and brought it back to the zoo and everything was fine. Um, you know what his name was? Rusty. Rusty the red panda. So I've actually seen a red panda in the wild, even though I didn't know it at the time. So I'm basically an expert. All right, and since we're almost at the end of the episode, I know you had a panda joke that you wanted to share with everybody. Go ahead. What did the panda use to make pancakes? A panda. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Milo. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks again to Anders and Jason for coming on the show and to Jack and Michelle for their awesome feedback. And thanks to Dad's friends, Uncle Andrew and Uncle Johnny, for their help with the music in this episode.